One of the most anticipated moments in gaming has come with Rockstar's reveal of the upcoming Grand Theft Auto 6. We'll talk about the details and why the reaction from the gaming community is all over the place on this one. And the Game Awards were last week. Tons of new surprises, announcements, and we're going to talk about every single one of them right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another brand new episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single week, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can find us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services, everywhere. My name is E-Rock the Red, joined every week by this man right here. Full clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you? What's up? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. We had, uh, you know, some big things happening in gaming this what past week. week. I had a very fun uh, weekend. I'm, uh, I got my coffee today. You know, you can tell my voice is a little, um, I sound maybe a little hungover. You know, that just means I had a lot of fun this past yeah. week. It sounds seasoned. It's a nice patina. To okay. Me. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking. I'm like, oh man, I sound a little rough today. But hopefully for the audio listeners, it's, it's, you know, it's just real sexy. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of sexy, look at this new shirt. This is for the video users. The Gaming News Weekly t-shirt. Bam, right there. Very nice. You know, we haven't mass uh, produced them just yet. But, uh, you know, if you have, if there's any interest out there, we can make it happen. You know, yeah. Full Clip doesn't even have one yet. I don't. I'd love to have one, though. That, that looks mm -hmm. awesome. We'll get one. We'll get one your way. Um, what have you been up to? Yeah, this, uh, this past week, I got to play out. Uh, sorry, try out a game that I've, I've really had my eye on for a while. We talked about it in the oh, past, uh, 3D Printmaster Simulator. I knew this was coming, and I have so many questions. Right, so we you both go have, first, though. We both have a little bit of uh, knowledge about 3D printing, a little experience sure. on the Creality mm -hmm. printers. And the last time we talked about this, I think we might have mentioned that it had, like, Creality yeah. logos all over the place. They when I, I actually loaded up the game, and it's not a Creality logo, it's a Creality logo. So... Mm -hmm. You know, there's not really the uh, the the power behind this game that I thought there might have been. A little bit of legitimacy was taken away at that moment, and then I played the rest of the game, and a lot of legitimacy was taken away from it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the. I saw you posted your first impressions on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. I haven't watched the full thing yet, but yeah, give me like what parts are missing, like. It's just it's just not as thorough as you were hoping it would be. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. It's really really bare bones of what could okay. be a really good experience. It's like you know when I'm playing Car Mechanic Simulator, I don't expect every hose and wire to be there. It's a much more simplified version. But this game sure. misses out a lot of important stuff. It uh, it has weird labels on things like your your carriage is called a motor and the other motor is called a rotor. It's it's strange, and there's like zero diversity in the 3D printers themselves. It's all basically one platform, the same platform gotcha. for everything. Um, now, you've said before, Car Mechanic Simulator, you feel comfortable in doing some things to your car in real life because of that game. Would you feel comfortable being able to run a 3D printer after having played this game? Absolutely not. Yeah, 
I've really? been saying that video toward the end when I'm giving sort of a review of it. Uh, uh, and that's my experience going in. That's what I wanted out of this game. But you're not going to learn shit about 3D printing from this game. It's missing too much okay. of the important stuff. And it's not like you even have problems with your prints. It's like you have five prints that you get to make. And then your motor is at like 0% and your value goes down. But it's not going to teach you about the real world implications there and how to actually diagnose or fix anything like that. Mm, good to know. Good to know. Um, so you're just better off buying a 3d printer probably messing around with that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That way you can at least have, you know, you, when you get a successful print, you actually have something for it. Right. Right. Um, dude, I've been playing a lot Wait, first of all, have anything else? Any, you want to talk about? Mm, I don't know if we're going to get into this in. a little more um, as we get into things announced at the Game Awards, but Lego uh, Lego Fortnite. That's where I was going now. Oh, so, yeah, nice. Uh, the Fortnite update took place, and it's insane. Right. This what they've added to this to this game, dude. Lego Fortnite, um, the the racing with the uh, Rocket League cars, and then a rock band game, Fortnite Festival, and. All of them came out day after, you know, one after another, got in there, played uh, Lego Fortnite with my son, um, and we love it, dude. It is a, it's a very, very well, it's not like, so it blows my mind that these games are inside of Fortnite. You, you boot right. up Fortnite, free to play Fortnite, and inside you have this other free to play game that is this fully fleshed out, amazing, like, Lego game. Right. So like, this this is the Robloxification of Fortnite. Fortnite Battle right. Royale is just one of those tiles inside of Fortnite now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's insane like looking at people like the player count when you go in there and how many people are playing the Battle Royale, how many people are playing Lego Fortnite and stuff like that. It's like um it's really cool. But what are your thoughts on the on the Lego Fortnite being like I know you've always been a fan of Minecraft and and these uh type of games. Yeah. Um, everybody's calling it like the Minecraft killer right now, and it it does have a lot in common with Minecraft, but I see it as more of like a Valheim copy. Um, it, it's less Fortnite than it is Lego sure. or Valheim, for that matter. Right. More survival, um, less building. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I think you can build about as much as you want to, but so far I've only put in like three hours today into it. And I'm focusing more on leveling up my stuff so that I can unlock more. But I think mm -hmm. once once you're at like a, a a comfortable place, you could then start like building walls and really fleshing out all of your builds. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. My son just wants to explore, um, so we're doing the exploration and then leveling up the the town, the village, whatever it is. You yeah. know, um, we haven't really built much; just enough beds to have villagers and. Um, you know, and go from there. But he, he's so funny. Like he, when we, when he plays Minecraft, he plays like creative moral. He doesn't want to mess with survival. You know, it gives him anxiety. He's five years old. He doesn't want to have to deal with that. So in this, it's nice that you can play the survival mode, but you can shut off like the, you know, um, the hunger and the temperature and stuff like that. So it's perfect for him. He gets the best of both worlds. Like even in this, like hostile, mobs or whatever you call them will attack but um i have it where you don't lose your stuff when you die like yeah. you just kind of you know respawn and it's perfect for him dude it's like he has he doesn't have the he still gets afraid and, but he's going out there and he's fighting these wolves and and stuff like that and he's not worried about dying and losing everything he worked for so 
it's it's really nice and then they do give you that option the creative side of it to just if you want to just go in there and just build you know just play around and just build stuff in a, in a lego world and then on top of that like every single you know um character you have in Fortnite, there's like a lego version and there's lego yeah. emotes and like dude, it's so like they've thought about everything it's yeah they, they said like 1200 uh outfits translate over and they said that like better versions of them are coming in the future and stuff yeah. um yeah. And, and one cool thing there with uh those those villagers that come and it's all Fortnite skins they they have a little bit of an animal crossing thing going on there where you in animal crossing you're waiting to see who like your uh your visitor is for the day and you can ask them to come to your island works sort of mm-hmm. the same way here and some of those like the banana dude and a cat person yeah. from Fortnite that people know and love you can wait till mm-hmm. that person comes and you can have a spot open for them and be a little strategic about like who gets to join your village right yeah my son was super excited because beef boss just came to the village and he was like yeah beef boss we got a hamburger man <laughs> he was very excited he's like i gotta get a bed for the hamburger man so yeah, I'm very impressed with what they're able to do. You know, when I first heard they were doing this, I thought it was just like an add-on thing. But no, they've invested a lot of time and money into making this a, a fully fleshed out uh, game. I spent a little time with the racing one. Did you try that one at all? Not yet. It's fun, man. I only maybe played for, I don't know, not even an hour. But it's fun. Like the arcade racer style of it, it, it it's responsive and fast and it feels really cool. Um but I did spend a bunch of time with the Fortnite Festival. Right now, it's so they have a daily rotation of songs that you can play. It's four buttons, you know, um, on the controller, which I'm getting used to. It just goes like right across, so it's like left, right, and then two of the buttons on the on the console controller that I'm playing. And you just play the songs, and you could, you know, you dress up your character. You got your emotes. You're doing your emotes on stage. I'm like dancing to the music. Um, I haven't played it with anybody yet, which I think would be a lot of fun. Because there's like you could go, you could do the concert, you could go in a room and just jam out and like kind of create tracks and like make emotes with them. Um, but yeah, they're going to be adding. Well, they're saying they're working on adding instrument, um, so you could plug in your instruments and, and play with those for for a future date, uh, which is cool. I don't know if they have any plans to create new instruments or just the people that are lucky enough to still have rock band instruments. But um, that's really cool. The only thing I did hear that the to buy to purchase a song to own, uh, there it's going to be like five bucks, like five hundred V bucks or whatever. So it's a little pricey. Yeah, they need but, to come out with like some packs or something. Yeah, I think they have like a battle pass type thing, or, or a, a, I don't know what they're calling it, but you could buy it. But I think that's maybe like thirty bucks or something. And I, I don't know what it gives you. I didn't really look into it too much. I was just playing the, you know, the every. I think it's every day they have a new. Uh, listing of songs to play and so far i've been content with those so um it's fun yeah i'm hoping to i still got you know a bunch of guitars and drums from my ps4 so i'm uh yeah i'm excited this could be this could be big for us rock band fans um so yeah that was on my list and i've also been playing so my thoughts i've been been really wanting to get into playing um christmas or winter themed games because now that i have a capability of doing so so i got this game called snowman and it's a horror game where you're like in the wilderness and like these evil snowmen pop up and you gotta it's like kind of like you collect things but you you might freeze to death it's like a first person game it was created by one person it's on steam i think it's five bucks but um it's 
uh, it's fun. It's super short. It's like two hours and there's all different endings that you could get, but like there's jump scares and it's like there's, you know, uh, Santa Claus might be in it. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. Um, and then there's just a bunch of weird evil snowmen. So yeah, I'm going to put out a, I'll put out a thing on the, on the TikToks. This is going to be my thing. Like the weekly, um, winter slash Christmas game of December this week. It's been snowmen. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, I've been playing a bunch too, but we'll get into them more. Uh, We got to move this show along. Um, so, um, should we talk about our new releases? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, first up, a Highland song came out December 5th on PC and Nintendo Switch. Now, I saw you I, I saw you put this one on the list, and I was very glad you did, because this one is on my Steam wish list. I have not purchased it yet, because I'm playing a million games. But this one looks awesome. So you're journeying through the Scottish Highlands, and it's like this platformer slash rhythm game slash puzzle game. But, you know, you just got to, like, find secrets and unlock stories, and it looks just like calm and peaceful and the whole thing is like this scottish folk music and it just um it just looks it looks beautiful and it looks like just just tranquil and peaceful i'm excited to check it out it looks like it has like hand-drawn animations and if Mm -hmm. not they did a really good job with the style making it look that Mm -hmm. way yeah absolutely yeah so and it's like um like, as you're traversing, as you're going through the game, like, there's parts where you have to do it with, like, the rhythm of this music and stuff. And it's uh, it sounds great. Um, I'm excited to check that out. One I did get a chance to check out, Arizona Sunshine 2, came out December 7th on PC VR and PS VR 2. Um, I never played the first one, but what it is, it's like a zombie hunting game. You're, it's like a, you know, post-apocalyptic world, zombies everywhere. And it's just, for, you know, it's a VR game where you're controlling this guy and you go out and you, you kill zombies and in creative and, and enjoyable ways. Um, the bonus to this one, you find a dog and it's your friend. And it's so much fun. When I found the dog, I was like, this is so exciting. You got to like, it's in a crate and you got to like kind of get it to come out and you tussle its little head and you find a ball and you can throw a ball but then you could like click on zombies and then the dog goes and like just mauls them and it's fantastic yeah how's um, the uh how's the zombie killing feel in that because i know dead island was a bit of a disappointment but it looked like it had yeah. really cool animations and i saw in the trailer like you could pop a grenade put it in its mouth and kick it yes. backward it's in, like so i was just getting the feel for like the vr thing so first of all like you know you got to manually reload your guns which kind of annoys me because you got two guns and i'm like okay one one of them when i run out with one i'm like shit i still have this one i have to put this one down grab i have to eject the clip grab the clip pop it in slide the the thing and then i'm back at it so i'm like this is a lot of work and there's zombies like a foot away from me so i'm like i gotta i gotta get like maybe like some sort of um you know i gotta keep like a axe or a machete with me for those mm. uh, moments but it is like the amount of gore and stuff like so if they get close enough to you and you just pop their heads and it just sprays like this blood just everywhere or you could like i mean their body parts come off you could hack them off and shoot them off it's insane it feels it feels really nice in vr i'm having a lot of fun with it um i actually dusted off my vr for this so i got a review copy of this game and i was like super excited i was like this is gonna be this is gonna get me back into into vr i'm feeling like healthy like my hands and joints are working properly so i can move around and and do these and i'm glad i did because it's been a while since i got in there 
um, and I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Now, I, I've been seeing a lot of complaints about this game that it's, I mean, it's a $50 game, and it is short. They're saying it could be, it can be played in four hours, it can be finished in four hours. But I also see a lot of people, completionists, saying that I've been playing this game for, you know, 16, 18 hours and still, you know, having a blast with it. So yeah. um, I think I put in two hours so far um, and I'm, you know, I'm loving it. And I'm going slow. I'm looking, there's collectibles that you can find and I'm, you know, I'm playing with the dog half the time, just sitting there petting the dog for 45 minutes. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It has two player co-op that you can that you can do and then there's an additional four player like horde mode if you you know if you know three other people with a vr uh but i'm having a blast it is at 75 on metacritic so yeah it's kind of it is right there in the middle um but yeah i'm i'm very glad that i you know got, got in there and and like i said dusted off the vr to, to get in there and try it because it is it's it's fun um there are times where i do feel a little anxious when there's you know, a ton of zombies coming at me, and I don't know what to do. I'm worried the dog's going to get killed. It's a whole thing. But um, yeah, it, it does look good. It looks fun. fun. And I'm glad the VR is trending that way where we're less back in the, the early days where everything feels like a tech demo. And now it's right. more like we're applying those things, and you have a little bit of narrative and an actual storyline. Exactly. And getting some decent, you know, um, gameplay. They're able to, you know, figure out yeah. that. So, uh, it's I mean, even just the, the fire and the guns and stuff feels great shotgun um you know just everything like i haven't gotten the rocket launcher yet but i'm excited i've seen that in uh, in trailers so um and then last up avatar frontiers of pandora came out december 7th on pc ps5 xbox x and s this is um you know you're in that world back in pandora baby you're a navi it's a first person action adventure game you're like a 10 foot tall blue person running around in the wilderness of pandora um are you, I don't remember, have you seen the Avatar movies? The first one, yeah. Just the first one, okay. Um, what are your thoughts on this, being a, uh, you know, not a super fan? I, I don't know. Like, they are not pulling me into this game on the mm -hmm. name alone. Avatar means, like, nothing to me. I, right. I don't know how it got such, like, the praise that it did. It must have been really big in overseas markets or something when it came out. But yeah, I, I know that there are some huge. people who are still into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, the first, the first movie was like the highest grossing movie of all time yeah. for like a long time. So, um, this one, so the things I've heard, uh, it's this lush, beautiful world, um, with a very minimalist HUD. So it kind of like, you know, it puts you into this world and it feels great. The traversal is fantastic. The movement is fast. Um, but on the gameplay side, it's very repetitive. Uh, the the action the the fighting scenes are very simple all the combat's simple and then it's just kind of lacking any like surprise you know there's nothing different like once you're once you're in there doing your thing it's, it's just that you know right. um, which is I don't know I don't know it depends on what you want they're really both sides of, uh, of a coin here do you want a, a beautiful world to just kind of uh, walk around in and live in, or do you, are you more focused on gameplay? So um, again, this one is like, I think it's right mid seventies, high eighties, I think. Um, and most of the reviews that I saw were like 80. Like, I think the majority of the reviews were like just 80 out of hundred, eight out of 10. Like it's good, but it's lacking in a little bit. So 
you know, not bad. And especially if you're a super fan of the series, if you are like a, you know, if you always dreamed of being a Navi, um, you can be out there and just, uh, you know, put your ponytail in a horse's butt or whatever they do. Yeah, it looks like a really good Pandora simulator. Um, yeah, that, that little bit of lacking, I feel like that's something that an update can address or mm-hmm. maybe even like a DLC pack to just add that little, your extra two points on top and make it a 10 out of 10, but we'll see. Yeah, exactly. We will see. But this one, for me, it's uh, one of those wait for sale games because I definitely am interested. I've, I've enjoyed the films um, and I'm interested to see what this world offers, but... To me, yeah, I'll wait for. I got time. I'll wait for a sale. Get it when it's you know twenty five bucks or whatever. Yeah. So. All right, that's it for our new releases. We got a lot of news to talk about. You ready? Ready. Right, let's do it. This is our news of the week. The Game Awards just took place a few short days ago, and there was a lot. Of things happening a lot to talk about uh, I took a lot of notes as I was watching the thing so you know we're just gonna go through it start to finish run through the entirety of the game awards you know I promise I won't take as long as the game awards because it, it went for a while oh, yeah. um, but you know it'll be close it'll be close so just buckle in for maybe two hours 45 minutes all right kick speaking of taking a long time it kicks off uh, with a little a little tongue-in-cheek a little joke uh, Christopher Judge comes out to present uh, the first award. Now, we talked about Christopher Judge last year. What did he say? It was like 14 minutes or something he talked for in his acceptance speech. It was ridiculous. But he did make the comment uh, about, um, you know, shorter than the Call of Duty campaign or whatever. So, you know, a lot of oohs from the crowd. So um, that was enjoyable. Um, But, yeah, first award, best performance, went to Neil Newbon for – Baldur's Gate 3, and this kind of set the tone. You see where it's going to go here, because right away, he's rushed for time. Like, he's, like, trying to say how much this means to him, and and the the, the community that this game was made for, that could feel part of this, you know, and it was, like, this whole heartfelt speech, and they're like, Dunzo, get out of here. And that is an ongoing thing throughout the night, where it was, like, it was more about the the world premieres and the game trailers, and not about the people who the awards were for really, Um, you know, and I did uh, afterwards, I've seen a lot of complaints, you know, regarding, especially in a world now where we're constantly talking about an industry that is affected by layoffs and people not being appreciated for, for the stuff that they're putting out there. This is kind of more of that. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. Good point. You know? Yeah. Um, And then, uh, you know, because we need and this is the other the other thing uh, for the game awards was like all right we're going to be like we're going to bring out some celebrities and try to make this like a thing i don't know so they bring out Matthew McConaughey well, i'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan but like sure i'd rather you give Neil Newborn like more time to talk than have Matthew McConaughey come out and introduce some I was going to say shitty. Well, you know, the jury's still out on this one. But yeah. he comes out and introduces the game, uh, this third-person, like, space love story called Exodus. It didn't really do much for me. And as, like, as I see in your eyes, you're trying to remember what this one was. I remember it didn't do much for it, you either. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, so many games are coming out these days that all feel the same. 
They need to stand out, I agree. And this one, to me, didn't. It had a nice visual style, but it really didn't separate itself from the others. It didn't stand out. Um, and then next up, they had a... a just it was all. I'm not going to say whether it was a world premiere. They were pretty much all world premieres, basically. But God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC announced, um, and it's announced as free DLC, and it's announced that it's coming December 12th, and it looks cool because it's like a roguelike. You know, it's not the traditional God of War style, but it's it's that mixed with like a roguelike type thing, and that's very cool for God of War fans. Um, and then the big walk is a game from uh, House House, the people behind Untitled Goose Game. This one was strange. This one stood out. It was like these like beautiful landscapes and then these tiny little spherical ant-like creatures that just run around. It looks like it's like a co-op sandbox game or something. I don't know. But that one, it's it stuck out to me. And now I see House House and I'm in because they got that one... Uh, that one cartoon video they showed last year that yeah. I just don't remember what the game is, but yeah. Uh, and then a Hellblade live performance, a, a lengthy uh, performance of a lot of caterwauling and uh, moaning and stuff like that. It was, you know, enjoyable. Sure. Uh, and then a new trailer for Hellblade. Still no release date for Hellblade 2, though. So a lot of people were disappointed there. Uh, the best narrative went to Alan Wake 2. And then we got Kemuri, this game that everybody seemed to be like excited about. This it's the newest game from Ikumi Nakamura, who I'm like I have no idea who this person is, but um, the trailer looked interesting. There was no gameplay; it was just like this like colorful, weird like parkour. Um, I don't know. It was uh, didn't do much for me. And then one of my favorite trailers of the night: No Rest for the Wicked. Um, this is like an action RPG from the people behind uh, Ori, the, the two Ori games. This game looked, it looked awesome. The style of it, it looked, um, I don't know, a little Diablo-esque, but it had that platforming uh, in it that kind of was reminiscent of like, um, you know, it just, it was very stylish. Uh, and it looked like the story was going to be well done. Do you remember this one? Yeah, it reminded me of the old uh, Onimisha games, were, which were like much better looking for their time than they had any business mm. being. Um, makes That's me want to play a game like this again, really. Yeah, yeah, this one was a highlight for me. This one, uh, it's set to come into early access um, in quarter one of 2024. So, um, you ever play the Ori games, Ori Will of the Wisp or Ori in the Blind Forest? No. Um, they're great platformer games, very heartful heartfelt i don't know what the word is but um yeah they're they're well done games uh another uh you know star effort jeff Keeley brings out another celeb gonzo to just take up our time we don't need any muppets on this show um debut indie game went to cocoon and then uh, another fantastic trailer that I was really excited about Sega. We get this Sega, Sega, and it's happening. And like they start to show this mega mix of like these games coming out. And they're all like, they said they're in the works right now. And the five games, and they were like my five favorite Sega games Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Streets of Rage, uh, Golden Axe, and Crazy Taxi. They're doing like these dope looking remakes remasters whatever you want to call them of these sega games and were you a fan of uh sega or any of these games 
some of them. Um, that Jet Set Radio Future, I remember being like really big on what the Dreamcast. Dreamcast, yeah, 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 because yeah, that was again different for the you know it was super colorful and different. You know, I was a big fan of that. So yeah, I was excited for those games, and then Golden Axe. You know, that's just a classic. Uh, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. Do you have any thoughts on this? You're, are you a Dragon Ball guy? I haven't played one since like PS2, the Budokai okay. series. So I saw this trailer and I'm like, I don't get it. They always look at every single one of these Dragon Ball games looks the same to me. They're all like in this in the air and then you see them and then they like attack each other and not, and they always look the same. But there's always like tons of hype. And then I was talking to my friend last night who was like excited for it. I'm like, explain to me the excitement. He's like, they're always like, okay, but there's never like just this amazing one and everybody just keeps waiting for like a perfect example of what a dragon ball game should be and uh so i don't know but does this do anything for you not really not looking to play okay. that type of game right now there you go all right next up super massive showed off their next game uh it's a dead by daylight it's set in that world um called the casting of frank stone so this one uh should be pretty cool it, um, I don't know what it's about. I don't know who Frank Stone is, but, um, you know, you got Supermassive making games and, and Dead by Daylight, uh, being involved and I am in, um, and then Square Enix showed off Visions of Mana. You remember, you ever played these Mana games? No, I've heard of these. What's the one that came before this? Um, so Path of know, Mana Secret, or something like that? Yeah, there's been a Secret few. I remember Secret right. of Mana. Was like OG. That was like I don't know when that was. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, some shit. Um, but yeah, Visions of Mana coming twenty twenty four. It looks great. It looks kind of like one of the Tales games. Uh, it's got that style, um, bright, cartoony, a lot of action. Uh, and then speaking of a lot of action, Rise of the Ronin. Uh, it's like an open world third person action samurai game. Uh, comes out March twenty second, twenty twenty four. This one um, looks great. I think it's, I don't know if this is just for PlayStation, um, but that's who um, was on the on the trailer. But that one looks great. It looks just more of that, you know, that era, uh, that style of game. Excited for that one. They did um, best action game went to Armored Core 6. Best art went to Alan Wake 2. Best VR, Resident Evil Village. Best mobile game, Honkai Star Rail. And then they showed this trailer. Now, I'm not familiar. The Outlast Trials. Being a, a PC guy, are you familiar with this? Or have you ever seen? So I, so I looked into it after. So this is a console trailer for this. Now, the trailer they showed was just people playing the PC version getting scared shitless. Um, and I was like, this looks awesome. And so what this trailer was, it was a... It's coming to console March 5th of 2024. And then I looked into it a bit more and I'm like, okay, this, it looks, it looks awesome. So, um, that, that's on my list. The Outlast Trials. It looks real scary. And then one of the highlights for most people, uh, Hideo Kojima came out and premiered, uh, OD, his newest game. Um, and all it really was was just like heads right. talking. Screaming. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's more like, like a technical demo, right? Right. Yeah. I, and, and even then, you really don't know what this is going to be. But we do know it's an Xbox exclusive, which is huge for them. 
and he's working with Jordan Peele. Um, and what he's calling it, it's a new form of media is what they said, new type of media. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what this is. Kojima makes some crazy shit. So either this is going to be amazing or it's going to just, you know, it's going to be what it is. But there are, uh, I'm hoping also, for amazing. Yeah. Also a ton of celebrities brought into there with their faces and mm-hmm. I don't know who most of them are, but I think they're from like euphoria and stuff that younger people know. Sure. The kids, the kids know them. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see more of this. I mean, anytime Kojima's involved, of course you're excited to see more. And then now you got Jordan Peele, one of the the greatest uh, uh, mind bending horror directors there is, um, being involved in this. It's awesome. I told my I texted my buddy. I'm like, you're buying a uh, you're gonna buy an Xbox for this game, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be dope. All right, and then they showed off a. Jurassic Park uh, survival game. It looked just like the movie, and I'm like, man, this looks like just like a Jurassic Park survival game. And then the title was Jurassic Park Survival. Nailed it. Easy to remember. It was weird. They just like took out like the characters from the movie and just put in like a different character, and then just showed us that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that was my response. Uh, Best audio went to Hi-Fi Rush. Um. Let's see what else. Oh, and then the one of so this is my my most anticipated game of 2024. Black Myth Wukong got an amazing looking new trailer. Um, showed like all these like really like messed up enemies. It's like dark looking. Looks creepy. Looks exciting. Looks action packed. And then a release date August 20th, 2024. Right by my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Get to fight as a monkey warrior. What do you yes. think of this one? Okay, so I have a buddy uh, from China, and he showed me this a while back, I'm pretty sure, and it looks pretty cool. It's like a lot of Chinese mythology and stuff like that rolled into the game. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm really excited for it, Um, and like the more they show, like it it looks dope. Yeah. Yeah, looks dope. That's all I got to say about that. Looks dope. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see, we got a new uh, trailer for Suicide Squad, um, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, it's like about a, a ghost, uh, some sort of a military game called Ready or Not, they didn't really show any gameplay for this one, I'm not really certain what it was, and then after researching, I saw it's in Early Access now, leaving Early Access December 13th, so um, yeah, are you ready or, or not? Yeah, ready for it. And then... Um, Tales of Kenzara Zhao um, is a new game. This guy came up. He's talking about this game is for his father. It's a game about grieving. And I'm like, dude, you got me. Right. Like you, he sold me on the game before they showed any of the trailer. And then they showed the trailer. And it's a really beautiful looking side scrolling type platformer. Um, comes out April 23rd, 2024. Yeah, that, that dude was what really passionate. That? The way he, he presented it. Was. it the trailer was not what I expected. I'll, I'll say that, but, Mm-mm. you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. We'll check out the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, and then another highlight for me, Lost Records. Uh, this is from developer Don't Nod, the guys that did um, Life is Strange and Jusant. Um, This is about, like, they show it set in, like, 1995. And then there's some sort of, a I don't know, time travel element or whatever. But then they're like or the friends reunite and talk about some something happens. I don't know. 
they didn't really explain it much but it looks um it looks really beautiful um and like right around the time period that i like to you know to focus on there's some stranger things vibes it did have stranger things vibes or paper girls which is another like similar uh uh comic book uh thing uh they introduced the first berserker it's a new game it's kind of got like a, a guide of god of war style um look to it meets dark souls ish um apex legends crossover with final fantasy 7 for all those apex fans that are also want that in their game um best score went to final fantasy 16 uh best indie game sea of stars uh best community Baldur's Gate 3, Best Fighting, Street Fighter 6, Most Anticipated, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Um, we got the annual, our annual tradition, uh, Skull and Bones trailer. <laughs> um, except we got a release date, a new release date, February 16th, 2024, with a new, with a closed beta coming soon. You think this one's going to stick? No, I think we'll keep this tradition up for a few more years at least. Just keep moving it back. <laughs> I like that. I'm not ready for it. I just want to keep seeing trailers and keep talking about it forever. Um, another highlight of the show, uh, new Bethesda Arcane Studios game, Blade, came out. Um, and it's funny. Like, they're talking about this. They talk about the studios. And every time they talk about the studio, they just, like, from the creators of Dishonored and Deathloop, they, and the, and then even when the creators came up, developers were like, yeah, you know, we wanted to follow up Deathloop. And I'm just like, they're just completely forgetting that Redfall ever existed. Mm -hmm. They've like completely wiped it from their memory. Um, but yeah, they're back with more vampires. Blade. Yeah. Are you a fan of uh, Blade? I remember the original movie. Yeah, I guess it was like yeah. a trilogy after all. But I mean, that, that right. gets credit in my book for starting the comic book hero movies. I mean, maybe the crow mm -hmm. was in there somewhere around the same time, but blade is definitely right. like the first one I remember. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was one of the, the, the first ones. So this one, um, I mean, a, it's a Marvel property going to, I would guess that this is going to be, they, so now they didn't say if this is going to be exclusive to Xbox, you know, it is Bethesda. Um, so I would assume, but people have reached out and they have avoided, um responding so i i'm assuming that this is not going to be uh probably just be pc and xbox exclusive so um that's a win for them for, but yeah we'll see um anthony mackie came out another big star i know your favorite twisted metal um he was a little you know a little bummed that they didn't win uh the the twisted metal didn't win tough competition but, uh, in that category, though. it was tough competition for sure um, he, he uh, gave the award for best ongoing game, Cyberpunk 2077, um, which was kind of a surprise and kind of not a surprise. You know, yeah. we talked about it a bunch, like how they've really brought that game around. Uh, next up, they showed a trailer for a game called The Last Sentinel. This one, it's like these, I don't know, a whole bunch of androids. And then um, they talk about, like, the demon is coming. And then it's like this dope android on a motorcycle. I don't know. The aesthetic of this one. I liked. Yeah, it was really yeah, cool. They didn't show any cool. gameplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was all just like here's a cutscene. Androids, this one android got his like face chopped off, and like it was weird. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, and then the first Descendant uh, got a new trailer, a release window of summer 
of 2024. Zenless Zone Zero. I don't know what this is. It's super Japanese, crazy, like colorful, like anime game. Uh, I texted my buddy at this. I'm like, whatever this is, we're playing this game. I don't know what it is. But um, yeah, and again, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know if it's coming out anywhere, when it's coming out. I think it's just for PC and Mac. But um, yeah. And then Mech Fighting. This is where I was like, oh man, Full Clip's going to be excited. The trailer uh, for Mecha Break. Did you watch this one? Uh, yeah. I mean, it it reminds me a lot more of, uh, what was it, Armored Core that just came out this year than it does right. sort of the mech style that I'm usually into. Um, like so, the Gundam yeah, stuff? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'd have to see more gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I look. I like the idea that, so I think it's a PvP game. I think there's like 3v3, 6v6, Battle Royale style stuff. Um, and then you could choose from your mechs. I don't know about the customization of the mechs and that sort of thing. I feel like that's a no-brainer when you have something like mechs to be able to just kind of customize the shit out of them. Yeah. And that was one of the big draws of Armor Core, you know, just being able to like make this dope mech that you want. So I think that's going to be a make or break for this for this game. Um I uh, got a Warhammer uh, trailer, and then the old gods of Asgard performed. Now this, I, I'm watching this. I'm like, what is? It's like a fever dream. The dancers. This is like the they were on the Alan Wake two soundtrack. It was weird. Yeah, and there's like this band. The guy's got an eye patch on, and uh, um, then I remember like this was the band from. They did an amazing like song for Control, which is a huge. I'm I'm a huge fan of the game Control. So like Remedy, this must be like their Remedies like band for like all their games, but it was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was all like a lot of people were excited for it I, too. I think it was all lip synced, and I saw like the dude maybe maybe the dude who plays Alan Wake too. It's his face in the game. He is yeah. like Danish or something, so I don't think he speaks English. So the lip syncing it was very very strange to watch, just knowing that fact because <laughs> people were <laughs> popping that up in chat. <laughs> And they're all up there dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for Exoborn. It's a tactical open world extraction shooter. Like We absolutely need more extraction shooters. Um, What else? Uh, they showed the Fallout trailer. This is where, um, yeah. you know, uh, and then The Last of Us won for Best Adaptation. Sorry, dude. Yeah. But, uh. That's all right. They had the big mech dude up there. Yeah, they, they brought out uh, each of the main characters, including Walton Goggins. And man, that guy doesn't miss. So I'm looking forward to this. We didn't get yeah. to talk about the actual sure. trailer last episode. Uh, that did right. drop. Yeah. Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks like it's really um, in line with the game. I think they're going to do it really well. Like the characters look cool. Um, the aesthetic looks great. So yeah, I am very excited for this one. And yeah, and you're right, Walter Goggins, man. He or Walton, Walton Goggins. Yeah. He um he's good in everything. Uh Palea is coming to Nintendo Switch for free December 14th. And then Sean Murray comes back. And I start to get um a little uh, you know, PTSD from the last time he's up there because <laughs> he's saying a lot of the same things. Like and then they show this incredibly ambitious trailer for a game called Light No Fire. And there's people riding dragons in this beautiful world. And like he's telling, you know, and I'm like, have, are we, can we trust Sean Murray? Can we trust Hello Games again after 
No Man's Sky, and I mean, they've really yeah. turned it around, but that's been 10 years in the making or whatever. And now he's up there doing the exact same thing, saying like, you know, this game is going to be the greatest thing ever made. And I'm like, hmm, yeah. can we trust you, Sean Murray? Well, I'm hoping that like this one is more literally and figuratively grounded because I guess it takes place more on one planet. Seems like it's easier yeah. to, to, to rein things in with the procedural generation um, if you're just focused right. on one rather than needing to do that a thousand times over and people expecting different results each time. Yeah, good point. Good point. So, yeah, hopefully, because uh, it looks awesome. I'm ready. I want to believe. But uh, we shall see. Uh, Simu Lu came out to introduce a new game called Stormgate. This is like a real-time strategy game or something. I don't know. As soon as I see those games, I turn it off. I just shut the whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Give me a real game. Um then best best action adventure game, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, best sim, Pikmin 4, best sports or racing game, Forza, uh, best multiplayer game, Baldur's Gate 3, Player's Voice, the choice by the players, Baldur's Gate 3. Um, and now we're getting to the end. We're getting to the end here. This is where we, you know, we always get the big reveals. Uh, one of them being Final Fantasy 16 DLC, Echoes of the Fallen. Available now in Rise of the Tides coming spring 2024. So more Final Fantasy 16 for, for players. Um, they announced the best game direction, went to Alan Wake 2. And then a big shadow drop, the finals. Shadow dropped out now. Um, this is the, I talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago. Team Shooter, it's like a game show. You got to get the most money. Um and it is, it's out now, PC, console, you can go play it. It had, um, I think, last I saw, like 200,000 uh, concurrent users <laughs> playing it. So pretty good. Um, so I'm excited to see what that can do. I had fun playing it. I think I'd have more fun playing it um, with other friends. I just played it solo, like uh, with other people. So I haven't got a chance to play this final copy. I just played the beta. Um, and then Monster Hunter Wilds, a brand new Monster Hunter game coming out 2025. Um, looks just like more Monster Hunter, the beautiful world that you, you, you know, roll around in this one, you get, you, there's like a flying mounts that you could ride. So that's cool. Adds another, another layer to it. Um, and then the big, the big game of the year, Timothy Chalamet comes out. Um, the game of the year orchestra's playing all the tunes and we get the, Game of the Year winner, Baldur's Gate 3. No surprise from us. We called it from yeah. day one. I'll tell you um, what was a surprise. Uh, when Timothy Chalamet comes out, you know, his hair is kind of puffy and uh, curly black. Mm -hmm. I thought for uh -huh. a second that they had that dude who came out talking about Bill Clinton a couple of years ago. I'm like, okay, they squashed the beef. They got him out there as a special guest. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Timothy Chalamet. Nope. I thought you were going to say they brought out the guy from Lies of P or whatever. <laughs> That's what everybody says. He, that character looks like Timothy Chalamet. But yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 won the game of the year. Um, they did also have, they had like a pre-show. And to me, like the, the biggest thing on the pre-show, there's a game from Daniel Mullins. So I just started playing a game called Inscription. Um, and it's like a card game. It's been out for a while. And... Um, it's like real creepy and super weird. And then the guy who made that, his next game, uh, it's called Pony Island 2 Panda Circus. Um, they announced the trailer for it, and it looks 
even more insane. Did you happen to see the trailer for that? That was on the pre-show. I don't know if you caught that. No. Weird. You go watch it because it is. It's the one of the weirdest trailers I've seen. But yeah, that one looks great. Um. All right. So, what was your takeaway? I want to hear what your what was your takeaway from the Game Awards. Um. You know, I'm kind of in the boat with a lot of other people that I've seen say this. It was a little bit underwhelming this year. And yeah, yeah. I, I did see a lot of the the reaction to um, they didn't give people enough time. And I would say like, I don't know. I don't know that the show has to balance all these big premieres, which is, I feel like what a lot of people are watching for more so than the awards themselves. Right. Um, yeah. So there's got to be a balance there. And like you said, like they have a lot of celebrities out there. I don't fault them for that because I think the strategy is to lend some legitimacy to this. If you can get Matthew McConaughey on stage, you must be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. They are, they are definitely trying to make it a bigger event. Um, but that being said, like there's a point when, you know, if you're moving, so, I mean, so many of the awards were just, Jeff Keighley announcing the winners. No no thank you speeches, no awards given. You know, it was just him saying this is who won. Like the, all, this whole group of the last one I won or that I announced, it was all just him up on stage saying, and this one, and this one, and this one. And I'm like, okay, now I get it more. Yeah, a ton of the people are there for the world premieres. But I feel like at that point, you maybe just have a separate event or something. You know, we right. already have the Summer Game Fest and all this stuff. So he's, I know he loves the premieres, but like when that's, taking over from the the show that's called the game awards and you're cutting down on what people can say, like as far as their thank yous and stuff like that. I don't know. It feels like it's not as much an awards show, Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, I'm there for the, I'm there for the premieres. Yeah, it's true. There's some, there's some issues with pacing in there maybe. And yeah, and yeah, I mean the premieres I feel like are what is going to draw the most faces to watch this and they know that so they got to put it all in there they got to chop it up into there but yeah i agree with you they they could just do that all as one role the first hour of the show the second hour of the show being all awards and a lot of people will tune yeah. out i'm sure but absolutely i mean if people don't want to watch that content maybe they don't need to watch that content yeah exactly like it, it's tough to because yeah even then like i don't know if i would i'm a huge you know video game fan i'm very invested in the whole thing and even then i don't know if i would watch developers giving their you know saying thank you and stuff like that i believe they deserve a platform especially at something called the game awards where they're literally winning an award like i feel like they should be recognized but yeah do i want to watch some foreign you know person like struggle to say their thanks like i don't know you know it's like i don't know but yeah, well, uh, yeah, they got to find that 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 line. I do think yeah. they should get have give more awards on stage, less premieres, especially because so many of the premieres, like, dude, I don't know what half this shit is, you know. Again, to the people creating this, this is a big deal for them. But like, so many, like you said, you got to set uh, yourself out from a lot of these, and a lot of them look very similar. Yeah, but, um. They did a Dave the Diver Dredge crossover DLC. That's exciting. That was another big one. Um, as far as the awards, you and I, I tallied up the votes to see who won the uh, prediction contest. 
Um, and we both had 11. It was a tie. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. So some big ones that we, we missed. We missed um, uh, the sports one. Neither of us picked Forza, which I was surprised. Um, the, um, and then, like, Alan Wake 2 won, like, best art, best narrative, best direction. And you and I, like, we picked, like, Baldur's Gate 3 for, like, all yeah. those. So, um, so yeah, uh, it on was... Our- um, on our 11, were they mostly in tune or were we like five here, five there? Dude, it was all over. So at first you were run, like, as I was telling it up, you had like seven and I had like three. And then, um, I started, and then I started coming back oh, with yeah. some of the later ones. And then, and then they finished up and we were picking like game of the year was the same. And, uh, you know, so yeah, it was funny. Like I was like, Oh man, full clips crushing me. And then like, I started getting a few more. It was, it was interesting. All right. Anything? Should we? Anything else we want to talk about at the Game Awards? Well, I, give me a, ra- a rating out of five of the overall show. Mm, I mean, but more more good than bad. So three out of five. But I, I yeah, I'm not giving. That's that where I'm at. Extra yeah. props there. Three out of five for me too. None of the you know the world premieres blew me away. There were some that I really enjoyed seeing. I was happy to see uh, a lot of filler that I you know I'm like mm, I don't care about. Uh, I wanted more more awards uh, or more recognition for the people, um, and uh, yeah, nothing really. Uh, no, there's no Halsey this year. That was a big one last year, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed my time watching it. Um, but I've I've said enough about it. I've, I've talked for too long. Now is your chance to talk to tell me about your thoughts. On the GTA 6 trailer. This is our other big news from this week. Trailer dropped just after we recorded the show last week. Because, um, you know, the there was... Uh, they had the date set. Seems like someone over at Rockstar Games, their kid, leaked the trailer uh, early. And so they they like, all right, fine, here, take it. They just put it out there. Uh, I want to hear... We haven't talked about it yet. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, let, let me start by asking. You, you say you haven't played like GTA 5 or 4. Right. So you haven't had much experience. Um, like I think like Vice City was probably the last one I played. Gotcha. Well, I mean, well, that's fitting. because uh, So this yeah. is basically a remake of Vice City um, HD Universe style, though, or whatever they call it over at Rockstar. So it, it's taking place in Vice City and the surrounding areas. Um I've watched some trailer breakdowns of like 99 things you didn't see in the trailer. And I definitely did see them. I, I love that things are coming back from Vice City, like the bubble helicopters and stuff like that, that I don't remember if they were in San Andreas, but we haven't seen them in a modern um, GTA title. And some of the stuff like in the Florida Everglades, that area, it seems like this is going to pull in a lot from Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, just wildlife as far as that goes and maybe even some like hunting and stuff like that um the way the alligators and the cranes uh react to you they did have a lot of wildlife in the story mode of gta 5 but it wasn't to this level that we're seeing in the trailer so far um i mean nice. I, overall yeah. i'm impressed with what i'm seeing so far dude the visually it looks phenomenal and they're saying that this is the game this is what the game looks like Right? It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. With uh, with Rockstar, you pretty much what you get in the trailer is what you're going to see on screen when you're playing the game. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's that's exciting. Um, very Florida, you know, for for people outside of the country. Um, yeah, that's that's Florida. It was captured in a you know three minute trailer, gators and crazy people. Oh yeah, there's a there's a dude called like Florida Joker who. I think his mugshot yes. went viral a while back. He's like he's threatening legal action or something. I saw a headline for yeah. I saw he's suing them for two million dollars. You're right for using his likeness. He believes that's his likeness. Yeah, yeah. Because but, I mean, it's just a guy with face tattoos. Yeah, they're not the same tattoos. Nothing is similar about it. It's just a creepy guy with face tattoos. Right. So I mean, these games are are mostly satire of, uh, I guess, the American life. Um, so. They do take a bunch of viral moments. Yeah, they, they take yeah. a bunch of Florida Man viral moments that were caught on video, and they, they're almost one-to-one recreations, but it's satire. Like that um, the, the woman twerking on top of the, the car. Yeah. I saw the real-life video of that. Yeah, you can find uh, some compilations where people have taken, uh, they play these side-by-side from the trailer versus the real-life event. Really? The woman standing out That's in the front funny. yard with the hammers, the the nude uh, guy watering his lawn. Amazing. Um, so, being a fan of uh, GTA, where was your, um, you know, after you saw it, did it live up to the hype? Were you disappointed? Were you excited? I'm happy with it because I know that we're going to see a lot more going forward. Um, the unfortunate part is that it's not going to be for a while. So they said at the end of it that it's not going to be out till 2025. And we don't really know when in 2025. So that's a year's span there that it could uh, drop right. in. Probably very early or probably very late if we had to guess. Um, and the other thing is at the end they say like coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X no mention of PC whatsoever, and this is typical for Rockstar. They always almost wait a year before the PC version comes out, and uh, unfortunately, I'm guessing that's going to be the case again. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I know, that was a big thing, like no mention of PC, which is crazy to me in this day and age that you can, you know, that you do that. You cut out that big of a, I don't understand why. Like you're building the game on on computers, like right. it's not like you're porting it over or anything like that. And I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, it's been ten years since GTA Five, and a lot's changed in the gaming scene since then, especially with uh, cross compatibility. So I'm wondering, is this something where they're just worried that it's going to ruin the experience for console people as soon as the PC people start modding, which they do on all of these. It's it's rampant True. in GTA Online and Red Dead Online for PC. Oh, I never even thought of that part. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I like this. I was excited not being like, you know, I, like I said, I haven't played a GTA in a while, but I watched the trailer and I'm like, dude, this, it looks, I can't imagine not playing it, you know, because it looks um, visually, it looks beautiful, it looks stunning, it looks fun, you know, yeah. the the humor is there. Um I think the characters are, are going to be cool. They showed like the, you know, the woman that goes to jail or gets out of jail or whatever. And she's the, you know, one of the main characters if there's multiple. Um, so, yeah, I think it's and it seems like, you know, I think the world is going to be vast and have a lot of stuff to do. And it's all like happening in real time. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 100 percent in. Um, 
you know, there's all this discussion and talk about how much the game's going to cost when it comes out. Is this going to be the, the game that, that, you know, ups the, the price? You know, the guys talked about it, that you should pay, you know, what yeah. for the amount of time that you put into the game or whatever. So, And, man, I, we'll I don't know. I don't think there's anything outside of, like, rumors that came up after the dude started right. yapping about that. Um, but, mm-hmm. but Grand Theft Auto, every major release in the series – they set the bar for gaming. I mean, everybody else that's an open world sandbox and, and all kinds of other genres have to live up or try their best to live up to Grand Theft Auto because that's what they're being compared against. Can they do it again? Right. I hope so. Will they do it again? I, I don't know. Um, it's They've set a very high bar with five in the, the what was it? the um, Whatever the new edition they called of five where they came out from mm-hmm. PC and the newer consoles at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. I'm I'm very excited to, you know, now that hopefully now that the the trailer is out and we've we've seen what it's going to be, hopefully, you know, they'll start to piecemeal some some more information here and there, keep our uh, our interests going. Um, I hope it's not another long wait before more information comes out about the game, but yeah, I'm I'm very much excited to see more um, and to yeah, see what's next. But like you said, it's probably Probably going to be a ways out before we're getting hands-on with it. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to talk about? I had one thing to tack on to the end. Epic Games, every year they do this, like, I don't know if it's 12 days or 15 days of Christmas, but a new free game every single day. That starts in three days from today. It's either Wednesday or Thursday that that'll start. And every single day, get on there um, after 10 or 11 a.m. Eastern time, and you can grab the new game. Nice. They usually put out some good games too for those for those deals. I remember yeah. last year's um, some these games. Yeah, so there's usually one exciting. or two AAA titles in there, and then a, a, a lot of the others, uh, give or take. But it's always I take I claim every free game. Why not? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta. I keep thinking like so. Like I mean, we you know that I only use the Steam Deck for my PC gaming, and there's like there's a workaround to get the Epic Games or the uh, the GOG games to play on there, and I'm just too lazy to do that. But then I see like the, all these free games coming through um, from Epic or, or Prime Gaming, like those ones. And I'm like, man, I'm really missing out on all these. Like that that hoarder in me. The <laughs> I'm like, I should be getting these, even though I'm not, you know, using them at the moment. Yeah, so. man, that's how I started out before I ever switched over to PC gaming, just so I'd have a good library of stuff to choose from once I got over there. So mm-hmm. you might want to do it just, uh, you know, instead of the steam deck too, you might go for one of those ROG allies or something next. Exactly. That could be my next thing or both. I get them all. Yeah. I collect like them one each hand and I'm like this and I'm just, mm-hmm. I could do that. Exactly. All right. Well, let's call it a day. We, we talked a lot. There was a, there's a bunch of other stuff that happened. We're not even going to bring it up. We're not even going to talk about it because you know, we're too cool. We're too cool for that. <laughs> Maybe next week. Maybe next week. All right. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. My name is Erock the Red. This guy is Full Clip. You can find us out there posting videos, video game content on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Uh, this is where you can find this show. You can find another show, a bunch of other content over there. Full Clip's putting out all the sweetest video game content that you've ever seen in your entire life over at GameFAQs on YouTube, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. You can watch him 3D print stuff. You can watch him uh, 
build cars. Yeah. Other stuff. All, all sorts of stuff. Um, and then check out uh, our, you know, we're on the socials. Instagram, TikTok. Um, just type in, uh, you know, Gaming News Weekly. Follow us there. Daily content coming out over at those spots. And then um, you can check out the audio version of this show, the podcast, as they call it. You play it on your iPod, and it casts into your ear. Anywhere podcasts are found, you can find the audio version. Just type in GNW, and you will have it at your disposal. And um, that's all I got. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Calling it a day. Thanks so much. We will see you next time with more Gaming News Weekly. Bye-bye.